You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's health and adult nurse practitioner and hormone specialist. I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, a mama, and a nana of two, and I'm the founder of the Well Woman Network, an online women's health educational portal. And it is my passion, ladies, to help women all over the world optimize their health by teaching them how to become their number one self-care advocate through teaching them about their own health in a non-judgmental, not too sciencey way. All right, ladies, how are you doing this week? I hope this week finds you fabulous. I hope you had a fabulous Mother's Day. And when I say Mother's Day, I'm saying that I think all women are mothers in some way, shape, or form, whether it's to your own kids, it's to dogs, it's to other people's kids, it's you're a teacher, you're in the wellness industry, whatever. I believe that women just have that nurturing, you know, sense about them. That's how we were created to be nurturers and caretakers and just give back. So I think that women you know, no matter what, are always acting as a mother figure in some capacity to different people. Whether you are a coach and you are, you know, leading a team and you're encouraging those young girls on that team to be better, whether you're leading, you're a troop leader for brownies or Girl Scouts or any of those things, or for your son's clubs, Boy Scouts, or any of those things, I think that that's all part of the mothering nature. So I celebrate all women And I hope that you had a wonderful Mother's Day in the context of just being a woman and leading your life. So, you know, it all goes hand in hand. And we had a great family day. My kids came over, my daughter came over, and all my grandkids came over. My son came over and his roommate. So we had a brunch in the morning. And then I went over and took the grandkids and we all went and visited my mom, over at her house to kind of just celebrate Mother's Day with her over there since she doesn't get out much. So it was really good. It was a great day. And so, yeah, now I'm here behind the mic and we're going to be talking about today about starting a new spring, summer, you know, recharge different type of routine. Okay. Cause you know that me, that I talk about that I like detoxing and I like doing two detoxes a year, one in the winter and then one in the spring, summer. Okay. Gives your body a chance to accumulate, you know, to acclimate to the different, you know, seasons, the different weather, and just to kind of shed off the old skin from the old season and move into the new. And for me, I do spring, summer because here in Cali, we really, well, we've had a little bit of spring this year. Okay. We don't get a huge amount of spring. We usually get winter to summer. And as the years are going by and climate changes are happening, we are actually having a little bit more of spring weather. And it's so weird because we have some days that it's really hot, it's 85 out, and then the next day it's down into the 60s and it's windy and cold. Um, So it's weird, it goes back and forth. So, hey, you know, it is what it is and you gotta love it and just roll with the punches, right? So here's the thing, ladies. I always tell you and talk about, like we do those two detoxes a year, spring and summer, and I'm not sorry, not spring and summer, but spring, summer, and winter. Okay. And it's a great time for you to reset your body and your life. And again, because I think that when we talk about spring, we're talking about summer, people start to have a lighter feeling about it. Okay. It's warmer weather. They're going to get out more. They don't have to wear heavy, bulky clothes. Although I love winter clothes. Those happen to be my favorite. And I happen to be more of a, you know, spring, winter, spring type of gal. I'm not really a favorite of the summer hot weather that we have here in Cali, but you know, Hey, I bear it. 
But usually this is the time of year when we start to think of newer, healthier lifestyles, we start to think about, oh, how can we change up our routine? You know, we kind of maybe got in a rut over summertime, you know, or maybe people have just been in a rut for the past two years. Let's be honest. Okay. For the past two and a half years, people have been in a rut. And maybe now this is the first summer that we're coming out of, you know, the post pandemic era and people are actually being able to get out and go and do things. So I think that, you know, resetting your, your routine, and especially we're going to talk about today, resetting your morning routine goes a long way and it can help make the difference in your energy, your daily focus, and most importantly, your mindset throughout the rest of your day. And May, not only is it happened to be in those springtime months, May also happens to be National Mental Health Awareness Month. And I have to honestly say, ladies, that we have been so impacted, our mental health um, community. I, I don't know about you, but where we are, like, I'm just seeing, you know, so many people with anxiety and depression, as I said, as we come out of this post-pandemic thing, um, you know, our mental health workers are just working around the clock. I mean, we can't even get patients into therapists or even to see psychs. I mean, it's like two, three months down the road. It's crazy. And then they're all doing telemed appointments. Not that tele- telemed appointments are not are bad. They're not. But it's just we're seeing a, a big indulgence of, not indulgence, we're seeing a big backlog of trying to get people in to talk to other people. So, you know, here's how you can help too. You know, reach out to friends, you know, who may be struggling. Offer, you know, a listening ear. I know you may not be a therapist, but you can be a good friend. Or just, you know, volunteer your time. Those type of things are really good and are much needed right now, especially to people who quite aren't up to the par. But like I said, morning routines are golden for me and they are just everything. And I think that how you set your morning and how you structure your night, and we've talked about this before that I call those, you bookend your day, makes a whole hell of a lot of difference in how you're going to be feeling about your health and how your health is going to just improve dramatically over time. Because how you get your day going It's going to set, like I said, the energy for the rest of your day. It's going to set your focus and it's going to set your mindset. And the same thing when you are bookending the end of your day, how you end your day is also going to impact how you're going to sleep. And your sleep is also going to impact all of those things for the following day that we just talked about. So it's kind of like this entire cycle. So if you start your day off bad as you go through the day and it tends to not be good, then that drips on over into your evening routine. And then your evening routine, usually you have a bad night's sleep and that perpetuates into the next day. And before you know it, you're in this vicious cycle of just not feeling good. So let's see how we can change that and how we can start or refresh, you know, or put a new spin on our morning routine. Because you know, I talked about this on several episodes and I always talk about things, you know, that we need to change things up. Because routines, ladies, you know, they sometimes for some of us, they get boring. Okay. Like for me, I like a routine for certain things, but when it comes to like my exercise, when it comes to just other things, I like to add some variety to that. I get bored with doing the same type of exercise over and over again. It's like, okay, show me how I can do, you know, build my legs with something different than, than squats. Okay. I get tired of doing squats, you know, so I crave, you know, um, creativity and I crave, you know, change for me. 
some people do great and they'll love doing the same routine forever and ever. And if that's you, that's fabulous. Okay. But like I said, those changing of seasons, they provide the perfect opportunity for us to change our routine. Okay. Cause we're changing seasons. So it's a good thing. Oh, Hey, we can just move on in and change different things around. So let's talk about that. Okay. Morning routines, ladies, not only should they include you getting ready for work or getting your family ready to head off to school, but they should also include what you do before you have any of those responsibilities. Okay. Because here's the thing, you know, if you wake up in a stressed panic state each morning and you find that you are overwhelmed by your to-do list and constantly running late, then the rest of your day will likely be chaotic. Okay. And we've all, come on, we've all experienced this, right? You know, I'm not sitting over here saying that my days always go perfect and everything is good, but I try as best I can to have a very calm and um, routine morning thing. So I know what I'm doing so that I get to work and I'm, I'm feeling peaceful. Okay. So it is so much better ladies to start your day 20 to 30 minutes before you need to get up. Use this time to yourself to get up slowly and participate in activities like journaling that are just for you. Okay. And you know, we've talked about journaling and the health benefits of journaling too. So sit quietly and write in your journal. And if you want some journaling prompts for spring or whatever, Hey, please let me know. DM me. I'd be more than happy to send you some, whether it's through our Facebook group, Well Woman Network, Well Woman Network 360, or it's on our Instagram page at Well Woman Network. Just let me know. And I'd be more than happy to provide those for you. Okay. So I want you to sit quietly and I want you to write in your journal, whether it's a gratitude journal or you're writing, you know, to plan your day out, or you're simply trying just to get out of your head and put what's the streaming conscious, you know, consciousness uh, out of your head and put it onto paper. I find that, you know, a lot of times I'm thinking of so many different things. And if I can just get them out of my head, I tend to be able to organize them a lot better and then setting a plan for how I can do that. All right. So the next thing that I want you to try is I want you to try some yoga or some morning exercise. Okay. Because another, you know, yoga and it's so relaxing and it's really not a hard thing to do. And it's very gentle on our body for the most part. Okay. But ladies, by getting your body moving in the morning, you are not only increasing your energy naturally, but you're getting some of those mood boosting endorphins going. And, you know, we've talked about those serotonin, the dopamine, those good hormone things. Morning exercise has a wide range of benefits as well from getting it out of the way. Hey, yes. Getting it out of the way to where you don't need to worry about it later in the day to boosting your metabolism for the remainder of your day. Now, boosting your metabolism for the remainder of your day should be oh, right then and there, stop and say, hell yes, I'm going to get up and do some morning exercises, whether it's stretching, yoga, Pilates, whatever. Get up a little earlier, get out your yoga mat and stretch. Pop in maybe something on your phone, a yoga routine, or maybe pop in a, a light Pilates routine. Or just maybe, you know, if it's, if it's bright enough where you're at and it's not too early and it's safe, just go for a brisk walk around your neighborhood. The idea is just to get your blood flowing a little bit. Okay. You've been resting all night. So you need to break that rest and get your body moving and get those endorphins going. And you are going to feel a whole heck of a lot better through the rest of your day. The next thing that I want you to do is I want you to start your day with a green juice. Okay. And you know, I love Little West juices and <clears throat> hopefully we're going to be coming up with a special package with them as well. I'm looking forward to that. So please pray for me on that thing, ladies, because I'm trying to make really great collaborations for you with other great companies that are out there doing fabulous things for women and for women's wellness. So hopefully we'll have a good thing coming with, um, 
Equilibria, that's the CBD company that I use, um, and with Little West Juices, because those juices, you know, hey, I don't like juicing, and I like convenience just like the rest of us, and if I can get it delivered to my door and I just have to open and pop a cap, that's what I want to do. But let's get back to why I want you to start having a green juice, okay? So getting more healthy nutrients into your bodies, ladies, another aspect of having a, is, is one of the another best reasons for you to have a morning routine and start to implement better things into your health. Because I know a lot of times during the winter, you know, we're drinking coffee in the morning because it's cold out or we're drinking tea and we are going to talk about tea next. So don't think I'm leaving that out. And don't think that I'm saying you can't have your morning cup of coffee because I will, I have my morning cup of coffee always. Okay. But I have my green drink first and then I move to my coffee or I move to tea. So, okay. Don't think, you know, Hey, roll your eyes and say, Oh, she's telling us to get rid of coffee. Cause I ain't doing that girlfriend. Okay. I love coffee. Um, <clears throat> but you know, fresh produce is now going to be in season, like I just said. So it is the perfect time to juice or to get it already done for you. And especially with green juice or a green smoothie. This is not only that has fruits, because again, you know that we've talked about it. <clears throat> and if you ever were part of our smoothie challenge that we did, I believe last year, you can easily load up your smoothies with calories and a bunch of junk that is not really going to benefit you and is not going to get you the energy right? You want a little bit of fruit, but you want mostly, you want veggies and you want green things like kale, spinach, and broccoli. Okay. And if you don't like to eat these normally, trust me, when you put them in a smoothie or a green drink and you add a little bit of apple or you add a little bit of protein powder in there and stuff, you really aren't tasting the whole thing of, of the green, of the green. So it's, it's much better to get it that way. You can also put herbs and spices for even more nutrient power, like turmeric. Okay. The green juice not only allows you to get a lot of your daily, dailies allotment of nutrients and vitamins, okay, but it gives you energy oftentimes without needing several cups of coffee. And some of us, you know, reach just for that coffee for that purpose, okay? I don't reach for coffee for energy. I drink my coffee because <clears throat> it's part of my self-care routine. <clears throat> I love it. I like the taste. And I make my bulletproof coffee my own special way. And I like to sip it on my way to work. And it just gives me a feeling, you know, of just of goodness. And it's one thing that I do for myself. So, you know, we do those things for ourselves called self-care. It helps us become our number one self-care advocates. So that's the one thing that I do. But I also make sure that I get in my nutrients and my minerals in other ways because you're not going to get them in coffee <clears throat> most of the time. Okay. Plus, it's a great way to start your day out and if you get into doing this routine, it tends to become habit and habits over time. Like we always say, small little habits done daily equal big things over time. Okay. And so you're going to benefit a lot by adding a green juice or a green smoothie in your morning. You're going to find that you're having energy. And here's the other thing too, ladies that we've talked about before, but I want to mention it again here. When you set your metabolism in the morning on a healthy, on a healthy trail, that's how it's going to be the rest of the day. Trust me, if you reach for coffee and you eat donuts or you have sugared cereal in the morning or anything really sugary and you drink your coffee with it, or I don't care, even if you have your tea or maybe you don't either have any of that, but you have something high in carbs for your breakfast. And we're not talking about, you know, car complex carbs. We're talking about those simple carbs. It throws your metabolism and your insulin off for the entire day. And you will tend to be reaching for more carby things for the rest of the day. When you start your day off on a healthier note by drinking a green juice or a smoothie and getting those nutrients into your body and getting your taste buds. Okay. 
I'm getting the kale, I'm getting the broccoli, I'm getting the spinach. Those are all low glycemic type of things. So it's going to hit your body at a lower glycemic index, and it's going to slow your clock down of how those things are hitting your body and the nutrients, and you're not going to have insulin spikes. You will feel better throughout the rest of the day. And I can guarantee you that you will be reaching for healthier things throughout the rest of your day. It's just, it, it, it is a scientific fact that how you start your day with food is how you're going, that pattern is going to be set for the rest of the day. Okay. It's not to say it's 100% that you're not going to have some kind of starchy stuff throughout a day or a snack that you want in chocolate or anything else like that. But when you start your day off healthy, your body is in a much healthier state so that you're looking towards other healthy things. Okay. Healthy begets healthy. And if you're going to start that way, then you start to think, okay, I had my green smoothie for breakfast this morning. So for lunch, I'm going to be eat healthier because I started my day healthier and I want to keep going. It's more of an incentive, so to speak. Okay. So those are what I want you to do. Now, if you're not a fan of, of a green, of a green drink or a green smoothie or a green juice, and you're not a fan of coffee, then, Hey, this part's for you because I'm going to talk to you about spring herbal tea to help reset your body as well. You can do it with this. Okay. If you enjoy a nice cup of tea, why not try one that is not only delicious, but can help heal your body and your mind as well. In the spring, this means using herbs that are in season during this time of year and offer a nice refreshing taste. So here are some ones that you can try. First of all, stinging nettle tea. Now, don't let the name fool you. It's actually pretty good. When you look up herbs, ladies, to enjoy using for tea in the spring, you will most likely come across stinging nettle. Okay. This is not a tea people often think of year round, but in the spring, it becomes a popular option. This is because of how well it works against seasonal allergies, which run rampant in the springtime, especially. Stinging nettle is a green leafy herb that offers an earthy flavor if you use just the herb itself but you can flavor it with many other natural ingredients. You can add some raw honey, you can add some stevia, you know, or you can even add some monk fruit to make it taste a little bit better, but it helps with seasonal allergies. So all the teas that I'm going to talk to you about, they have some type of benefit. All right. Another one that you may be more familiar with is chamomile. This is another healing herb that can be found year round, but often more popular in the spring and summer months. Chamomile tea can be found in tea bags in your supermarket or the actual dry leaves if you prefer to use it that way. The best way to get the most nutrients is, of course, to use the dried chamomile herb blossoms and boil them in water yourself. So here's the thing too. Chamomile is not only delicious, but it's also relaxing and it can help you sleep. And you might also you might notice that in a lot of sleepy time teas or anything out there, they use chamomile. You can drink it during the day and it's not going to put you to sleep, but it's just a relaxing type of tea. It has that um, <clears throat> relaxing effect on your body. So you know, if, <clears throat> excuse me, if you want to use it more at nighttime, feel free to go ahead and do that. The next one, rose. Have you ever used rose or rose hip tea? If not, ladies, then you are missing out. This is a perennial plant that has delicious, beautiful, and healing herbs. The rose hip tea uses the hips of the rose plant, which has more of a fruity flavor, but you can also get rose tea as well. This is an excellent way to use it alone, but you can also mix it with other types of tea like hibiscus or chamomile. Okay. And now we're going to talk a little about hibiscus because the last spring herbal tea on the list that I want to talk to you about is hibiscus. This is a beautiful and tropical plant found in hotter climates most often. 
The tea leaves create a darker red color of tea and taste very similar to cranberries. It is a nice fruity tea for the springtime, whether you have it alone or, or you get it flavored with some strawberry or with apple. And you can do this yourself. You can make these teas, you know, flavor them up yourself. So you can make yourself a nice hot cup of hibiscus tea or on a hot day, you can do an ice version and you can mix rose and hibiscus together because they taste phenomenal. So also here's the other thing too. When you drink tea, what are you also doing? You're also adding extra water because you're using water to make the tea. So that helps you if you are a person who doesn't drink a whole lot of water and you're trying to find ways to add more water or to get more water into your daily intake. Very easy and it's not plain water. You're flavored it, so it's really great. Okay. Oh, and I'm also going to let you know too that I'm giving you a free resource. I'll give you um, the link. I'll post it in the um, the show notes where you can go get it. And it is going to be a free resource all about um, infused water. And I'm going to give you some recipes and I'm going to give you some, I have some keto friendly recipes in there as well and some regular recipes. So if you're not on keto, you can like these too, but there's just some infused water tip, water ideas and recipes that you can go use. So I will link the link in the show notes because I still have to create it. And I don't know exactly what that link's going to be yet. God, I always get behind the eight ball sometimes, but I wanted to bring that to you. So I'm giving you the forewarning here. Okay. So the next thing that I want you to also think about using and refreshing, okay, and getting a new routine on is using some essential oils, okay? So ladies, if you are learning more about essential oils, then you are probably aware of the basics. And so I'm not going to start with that. You know the importance of using carrier oils when, so not to use it alone and to test things out. But spring is an excellent time to adapt more natural healing into your life. Like we talked about, people feel you know, they feel freer, they feel lighter, all that other kind of stuff. And you can do that with including pure essential oils into your routine. So let's talk about some of the best essential oils that you can use for spring. Okay. Before you use your spring essential oils, you need to make sure that you have the right scents. While you can use any scent during any season, ladies, okay. Spring often calls more for a fruity, refreshing, floral type of scents. So if you have inventory from the fall and winter seasons, it might be time to buy a few new ones if you don't have any of those added to your regimen, okay? For spring, try floral scents like rose and lavender, maybe even chamomile and citrus for refreshing scents like mint or eucalyptus, wild orange and lemon, all right? I love all of those and I've switched over and I'm now using um, Revive oils. I love them Um, and they just, they're here local in California. I think they're in San Francisco. They have free shipping on all of their oils and it's great. And I'll link our code in there if you want to go and get a discount um, on some of your oils as well. The other thing that you, I want you to learn how to do is be, you know, have fun with oils, with essential oils. Same thing with the tea. Don't be afraid, okay? You can mix things and try different things. You know, mixing and blending is the best way to find new scents and new tastes that maybe will be unique to you that you are going to learn to love, okay? So like I said, you can use any essential oil on its own or with a carry oil, but don't forget about blends, okay? These combine two or more oils into a different scent. You can use these in all the same ways individual oils, from adding them to your bath to putting them in the, a diffuser or making homemade candles, or I make bath bombs, or I make shower scents. So you can put like them, it's kind of like a bath bomb, but you put it in the shower and you let the shower water hit it and the steam and everything from the shower and the bath bomb just rises in the shower. So you get to smell it and you get to inhale it and feel it that way. So if you're not a bath person, you can still benefit from those things in the shower. Okay. Okay. 
So some of them that I like, and I think that go great together are Vivitor and lemon that helps with sleep. Vivitor is very good for sleep. Jasmine, rose, tangerine, or chamomile and rose. So you can mix and match these together and you can find out which ones you like. And remember, go sparingly, add a few drops of this and a few drops of that, and then mix them together and see what you like before you go mixing a whole big batch. I make my own room sprays. I make my own linen sprays. I make my own <clears throat> blends and I put them on wool dryer balls for in the, sh- for in the, in the, um, in the dryer. I don't use dryer sheets. You know, you can even use essential oils in the wash. Um, I use it down the kitchen sink. When we have a smelly sink, I use it to refresh down there. So I use my essential oils in so many different ways because they're just, they're a great use way to use and they're non-toxic. So I try to incorporate and do as many non-toxic things as I have control over doing, you know, certain things you can't control, but of the things that I can control, I do try doing that too. Okay. Or you can use an essential oil diffuser. Okay. So it's the same option. Just put a few drops in the diffuser. I have mine sitting here in my office. I diffuse it during the day. I have certain oils like that pick me up. I have certain oils for relaxation. I have certain oils that I put on my little um, charcoal diffuser by my bedstand to help me relax at nighttime. So there's many ways that you can use essential oils for relaxation and for, you can even use them in your morning routine. You know, if you're going to do a little bit of meditation or if you're journaling, you could just put it on while you're journal, or if you're going to do your yoga, it just really elevates that atmosphere of calm and it helps your body to get into a better state. Cause remember the whole idea of having and shaking up our morning routine and a morning routine in general, whether it's spring, summer, or fall, or wherever you live is to get ourselves in a calmer state and start our mornings off on the right note so that the rest of our day goes smoothly. Okay. And our morning routine is going to look different for everybody else. It's going to look different for everybody. We each have our own unique things that we like to do. Maybe you like to read a book in the morning instead of maybe doing some yoga. Maybe you prefer, you know, like just stretching or going for exercise, or, you know, maybe you like taking a bath in the morning. Hey, Everybody is different. Maybe you like doing more heavy of an exercise as your morning routine. So whatever you have time to do and are willing to do, that's what I want you to do. Okay. Don't do something that somebody else does or follow their routine. If it's not something that fits comfortably with your own routine. Okay. So lastly here, I get a lot of questions when we move into spring and summer about how can I relieve seasonal allergies naturally? Okay. Besides taking medication, which you can take. Okay. But I get a lot of questions. So let's talk about that. All right. So we know that spring brings a lot of beauty in our lives. And we know that during spring and summer that we are going to be outdoors much more thanks to the warmer weather and going on vacations with the spring and enjoying all the other things that we're going to be doing during spring and summer. And the fact that we're just outdoors more is going to raise, you know, more seasonal allergies. So let's talk about a few things that you can use. Okay. Number one, raw honey. Among the different natural remedies, ladies, for seasonal allergies, using honey is one of the best options. Okay. The trick here is to go for raw honey, preferably locally grown honey instead of what you find in the supermarket or health food stores. If you have a local farmer's market near you, this is probably the best place to find local raw honey. Honey can not only help you relieve your current allergy symptoms, but using it on a regular basis year round can actually help you build up a tolerance to those pesky spring allergies. And you can use it in your smoothie. You can use honey in many, many different ways. Okay. 
Also, the next thing is eat anti-inflammatory foods because this is going to lower your immune system. Let's get into that. Your diet may also need to change when you start experiencing allergy symptoms. So here's the thing, follow an anti-inflammatory diet that consists of foods like broccoli, ginger, avocado, chai seeds, beetroot, pineapples, and nuts. You want to avoid foods, ladies, that tend to cause extra inflammation and might worsen seasonal allergies. And some of those things can include dairy, fried foods, corn oil, and processed foods. Sticking ladies to a diet mostly of clean and fresh ingredients will make a big difference in how you feel and it'll make a big difference on allergies. It'll make a big difference if you have asthma, if you have COPD, any of those type of things, okay? Because when your lungs and your nasal passages are inflamed is when you have problems. So when you downregulate your immune system and you help to calm it, you're going to help not only you know, your sinuses, but you're going to help your lungs and everything else. And you're going to feel so much better. And then here's the other thing too. Just like we talked about essential oils, try using some essential oils. Okay. Because essential oils can be very healing for you with many of them being great for allergy symptoms. With the right oils, ladies, you can reduce your allergy symptoms, getting a break from the headaches, from coughing, from sneezing and breathing issues. So what are the best oils for us to use? Okay, so the best oils for spring allergies are basil, peppermint, and eucalyptus. These have a fresh scent that is perfect for spring. Just make sure that you get the pure essential oils and not fragranced oils. So use a really good reputable company. But I love eucalyptus. I have peppermint. I use it in my bath. I love basil. You can rub basil on the bottom of your feet with a carrier oil. They have many, many benefits You know that we're not just going to get into today, but one of the benefits is they help with seasonal allergies. The next thing that you may not know of or heard of is apple cider vinegar, okay? Um, because apple cider vinegar has so many things. It seems to be a cure-all for everything from digestive issues to helping with heartburn. It also happens to be excellent when you have seasonal allergies, okay? Here's why. It's going to detox your lymphatic system and it's gonna help you reduce mucus production which then in turn helps with coughing and sneezing from spring allergies, okay? So lastly, ladies, don't forget other natural remedies like avoiding the allergens and using a neti pot. But I'm gonna caution you when you use a neti pot. Some people go crazy with a neti pot and they're doing it like two, three times a day, every single day. And what you can do is you can actually rid your own nasal passages of the good stuff that's protective there, okay? And get rid of everything. And when you get rid of all the natural protectants that your nose actually has there as a natural protectant, then you end up having even more problems. That's when you can start having more sinus issues, more sinusitis, you know, more chronic stuff. So yes, use a neti pot, but don't go overboard and use it three, four times a day or every single day, maybe once to twice a week if necessary. Okay. But use these other remedies. Try some apple cider vinegar. Try some essential oils, breathing it in. You know, use a humidifier. Sometimes if, if your air is dry in your home to get the more, to make your nasal passages and your lungs, you know, a little bit more lubricated. Try drinking more liquids. Liquids are also going to help increase all your mucous membranes. So we talked about, hey, teas that you can use. And you can go grab the freebie with the link in the, in our show notes to get the freebie uninfused water. And I'll put that link in there too. Okay. Or, Hey, 
get that morning green smoothie going or that green juice going. Okay. Go to littlewest.com and order some juices if you don't like juicing them yourself, but get that going because that's also going to increase your immunity. And that's going to also help decrease some of those allergies. So you see, like, I want you to start getting the picture that everything works together. And when you think about one system, you have to start thinking about all the other systems that that one thing can affect. And when you start doing one thing, think about it like this. When you're drinking a green smoothie in the morning or your green juice, you're not just drinking a green juice for the sake of drinking a green juice. You're boosting your immune system. You're helping defend, you know, help you're helping your body defend off allergies. Okay. You're setting yourself up to get more energy. You're setting up your mind to be clearer. So there's many benefits to doing all these things. It just doesn't affect just one thing. One thing can affect many things. One small thing can affect many things. Okay. You hear what I'm saying? One small thing, one small change can benefit many things and bring in many lasting, healthier returns down the road. So that's what I want you to start thinking of when you start becoming your number one self-care advocate. That's what I'm talking to you about. Okay. It's not going out and standing up for your rights. Yes, that's advocacy, but what you do every single day, ladies on a personal note for yourself, every little healthy thing that you do, you are advocating for your own health. You're advocating for this body this wonderful machine that you are walking around with. Okay. You are saying to yourself, Oh, I am loving you. I'm loving you. I'm going to give you this green juice in the morning. I'm loving you. I'm going to drink these tea. So these are all acts of self love. They're all acts of self gratitude. And they are all definitely acts of self advocacy. When you start taking care of yourself, you are hitting those three S's self-advocacy, self-care, and definitely self-love. And that's what we are all about here at Well Woman Network. So ladies, hey, we've reached the end of this podcast today. I hope you've learned some great things about how to freshen up a spring, summer morning routine. I hope that you're going to, you take away some tips and you're going to go change some things or just freshen up your own, you know, change a few things here or there. Nobody says that you have to revamp the entire thing, but switch it up a bit. You know, it can be fun. And that in of itself brings joy and happiness. Okay. So if you like this episode, please share it with another girlfriend. Okay. The more you share it, the better it helps us. Number two, go over and just take a minute and give us a rating and review on iTunes. You know, I, I talk about it all the time and it really is very, very important. Okay. So go over to iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review, tell us, you know, do you like this episode, the overall podcast, anything you want to talk to us about, come over and join us in Well Woman Network 360. That's our free Facebook group. Okay. Come on over to Instagram and DM me at Well Woman Network. Let me know that you're listening to the podcast. And I'm also going to drop in our new Lalo link into the show notes. So if you don't ever want to miss an episode, even though you follow us, here's the other thing too. With signing up with us with Lalo, you will get advance notice of all the things that are coming out, new things like our new membership coming up, uh, any information about our one-on-one program or anything new that we're going to be bringing. And today I was talking to our team. We're looking at some new merch, which is going to be great merchandise for Well Woman Network. So we'll be letting you know about that. And when you sign up with our Lalo link, I can also direct message you. So it's going to be great because this is another way that I'm adding to foster community. So I can go in there and drop you, you know, well woman tips a couple days a week. I can offer you encouragement. So if you want that, then go to the links in our show notes, click on the lay low link and 
put your put your cell phone in there or if you want to hear from us from email or Facebook Messenger, whatever you want to, I encourage you to sign up for text messaging because I really want to be able to encourage you on a daily basis. And you see texts every day, they go right to your phone and you can see it, offer you words of encouragement. I'm not going to bombard you every single day and I'm definitely not going to bombard you three, four times a day, but I want to give you some wellness tips throughout the week and encourage you as we go along. So it would greatly help me if you sign up with our Layla link and that will be in the show notes as well. So ladies, as I always say, as we come to a conclude, we come to the close of our show. I love you. You can listen to a lot of other things. I'm grateful that you listen to us and you know, may God richly, and I mean richly bless your life this week. And we'll talk to you next week and bye for now.